Oh, hello there. My name is Sean, the Tea Witch, and welcome to the Tales of Camp Kikini, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. I will be your keeper of monsters and mysteries as we explore the stories that surround a camp that's been closed for 40 years. Let's go ahead and meet our party. Hello, and welcome, campers, to... What did we call this again? I completely forgot. This is the Tales of Camp Kickany. No, I know that, but like the closing campfire. Hello yeah. and welcome, campers, to the closing campfire of week one from Tales of Camp Kickany. By week one, we mean day one. Yes, that's right. All seven of these episodes have been completely one day. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> For your listening pleasure. Yes. For closing campfire, what we're doing is we're going to see if anybody's leveled up. We're going to level us up, explain why we've leveled up. And if you're a Patreon listener, you'll get extra fun conspiracy theories that we have about what's going on here. And extra fun little interview questions that I wrote on my phone five minutes before we started recording today. Trust me, Patreons, you're going to want that. It's it's good fodder. This is some good content. I prepared so hard for this. <laughs> yes. The first thing we're going to do is the end of session experience questions. Um, traditionally, these are done at the end of every single session, but we, because we do short clips for our episodes, so you aren't listening to us ramble on for hours at a time, unless you're choosing to binge, which we do advise. Like, start from episode one every time, binge all the way through. It's great. That way you really uh, know the story. Always go yes. back to one. We have shifted the end of session questions to the end of a mystery. So once a mystery is completed, I have four questions for my hunters, and they need to debate, argue, and prove their case that the answer is yes. And if they answer yes to everything, they get a lot of experience. So the first question is kind of a throwaway for you guys, because we are only doing it at this question. Did you conclude the current mystery? Hypothetically, yes. <gasps> yeah, we did, guys. You did. Congratulations. <laughs> it's the end of the mystery, so we're having a closing campfire. Yay! <laughs> There's so much conflict for the end of a mystery right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm conflicted. Just for clarification, the mystery that we are discussing are the mud mermaids. The mystery of the mud mermaids. I mean, we, get, we fixed half of them. <laughs> Did you figure out why they're there, what they're doing there, what would happen if you had left them there? No. But did you kill them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you do any investigatory work? No. Did you use a gun? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, the second question I have for you all. Did you save someone from certain death 1, or worse? Yes, oh, yeah. I would say yes. Absolutely. You say? I saved Murphy. I, I saved Murphy. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was gonna say Addie. Hunters, okay. Not including hunters, because you guys are fighting monsters all the time. Did you uh, save someone? Um We saved Charlie by getting him out of there. We did tell Charlie to go away. And we saved Sunflower from her memory loss, memory loss uh, jaunt in the woods. And how many other unknown bystanders did we save? Sunflower, the dementia patient. Yeah, I, I would accept both of those answers. You told Charlie to leave the scene before Murphy blew everyone up. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Sunflower came face to face with a monster, and Addie sent that monster away. So, uh, yeah. So far we have two yeses. Everyone can mark one experience point. Third question. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Monsters so many Oh yeah. So many things. Number one, Joey has a gun. (laughs) (laughs) World a person. (laughs) Number two, Shane has a friend in the closet. Well, we know that Fossil Beach Beach is dangerous. Uh, We know that there's some shit going on around camp. We know somebody's Mm -hmm. threatening Pappy to make him regret opening camp. Monsters exist. Monsters exist. Magic exists. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel Uh, like we 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 just we found out the setup of the camp alone. We did a little tour. We we learned a lot. Yeah, this is the very first mystery. There was a lot of exposition that happened. You learned a lot. Yes. <laughs> nice. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them especially. Got multiple. Well, Amelia. We learned, we learned a little bit about all of us. Yeah. We learned about Addie's grandma. Amelia has learned about Addie. We learned about Joey's oh devil. Yeah. Murphy we learned is about my mommy. super first aidy. Like, we love that for us. And she also doesn't know how to use pepper spray, but that's okay. We don't judge her for it. The driver's license <laughs> for Murphy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say y'all have learned something new about the hunters because before this mystery, you knew absolutely nothing about the other hunters. Yeah. So that is four yeses. So go ahead and mark a second point of experience. Has anyone leveled up? I, Captain. Yes, sir. Absolutely. (gasps) Yay! We all rock. So, we are going to go down the list um, as to how I see your names appearing. We are going to start with Addie. Did you level up? Yes, I did level up. That's exciting. What are you doing for your level up? Um, I'm going to pick another mundane move. I don't feel like I'm ready to use a, pick another magic move yet, because I feel like Addie doesn't know her shit yet. Um, so I'm picking another mundane move, and I'm picking what could go wrong whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets. Hold two. You may spend your hold to inflict an extra harm, reduce someone's harm su- suffered by one, or take plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. And the reason I'm taking this is because this week I realized that Addy likes to charge into danger a lot. Yep. It's because Addy is an experienced collecting whore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Addy yeah. is so is Emily. <laughs> yeah. You see a double right there. Um, was it just the one level up that you got? I just got one level up, but I'm two away from another okay. one. If I oh, chose nice. to fail instead of using a luck point, then I would be so close. But I, I so was close. I was a good girl and I got more crucial information that's a lot more yeah, juicy for the story. <laughs> See, isn't it great whenever people use luck points? <laughs> Everyone else. I was I was actually like <laughs> thinking about that. Oh, like, you... Nobody's been using luck. <laughs> oh, you know no. why I'm not using mine, Sean. <laughs> you you have a complicated luck system. <laughs> if I am given finite resource 
I am never going to use it and I am going to hoard it. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to use it. I, I've just been rolling in the middle. So I'm like, it technically worked. Something went wrong, but it technically worked. So it's fine. <laughs> um, up next, we have Joey. Okay, I did level up. Hey. So I am going to take another crooked move and I'm going to go with Notorious. Ooh, what's that? So, you have a reputation from your criminal past. When you reveal who you are, your terrifying reputation counts as a reason for people to do what you ask, for the manipulate someone move. Revealing your identity to someone can create other problems later, of course. Oh, that's fun. So, I'm taking it because I feel like uh, it ties into my backstory really well, and we can dig into that more and kind of see... what is Joey really up to? What did he used to be up to? And I feel like confronting that is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I agree. Between that and Grifter, you're going to be pro at manipulating someone. Oh, yeah. Up next, we have Murphy. Okay, so I think we're all taking uh, Hunter moves. So I'm taking another flake move. And I was debating between often overlooked and contrary, but I think I'm going to go with contrary because it makes a bit more sense. Mm -hmm. So with contrary, it's when you seek out and receive someone's honest advice on the best course of action for you and then do something else instead, mark experience. (laughs) If you do exactly the opposite of their advice, you also take plus one ongoing on any moves you make pursuing that course. So in my head, this is like, if Pappy's like, oh, you better not be going, yeah, you don't go be over there. I'm like, okay, (laughs) go do it anyway. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear. You know that scene in the first Scooby-Doo movie when Daphne's out by herself and she runs into the voodoo guy? And he's like, don't go into that castle. And she's like, you want me to go in that castle? Wait, you know that I know that you know that I, I'm going to check out that castle. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Exactly 100%. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And then finally, we have Shane. <laughs> uh, on par with everybody else, I'm taking another wronged move. Nice. Um, so the move that I'm taking is called Tools Matter. Uh, with your signature weapon, you get plus one to kick some ass. Um, so it's a oh, nice. pretty basic ability, but I feel like, um, you know, the shadows in my closet may not have been happy with me trying to get help from someone else. Potentially. And, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's potential that my little dagger, should I ever actually use it, might do a little bit more. Yeah. So as Director's Week continues on, and each of you are able to set up your own areas with Addie being in charge of the handicrafts area, Joey taking over shooting sports, and then the split between our waterfront area going with Shane as the head director, the head lifeguard um, that's mostly responsible for the swimming activities, while Murphy is the boating director meaning that they are responsible for the on-lake activities. What do each of you add to your area to make it a little bit more of your own? What little unique thing have you done that makes your spot feel like you? 
That's a difficult question. <laughs> so, for example, I was like, I worked out at the camp multiple years, and I was a director for multiple years. When I was the ecology director, I built a paper mache volcano, and I set up my terrariums to act like a maze, so the kids would have to follow me through the terrariums as I was teaching them. And when I was responsible for my aquatics area, I had everyone use different colored markers to make their swimming tags um, more unique. So it wasn't just the same old, same old, like, oh, I'm a swimmer. Oh, I'm a non-swimmer. Someone could have decorations and stuff. So I made it a little sparklier in my aquatics area. What, what little things have you guys done in your areas? What, what ideas did you have, Shane? So one of the things that Shane is going to do, um, because part of head lifeguarding is making sure that any kids that are going out where they can't touch um, or really probably past, you know, belly button high in the water um, are able to swim. And yeah. part of the swim test is, you know, swimming out to a certain point and being able to swim back. So yep. um, Shane had gotten a bunch of... Um, like over the course of the week, I'm sure he maybe trialed it with one of Joey's, uh, with Joey's old ripped up t-shirt from, you know, the explosion of the Molotov and whatnot and promised to pay Joey back. But little white cloths, um, he's going to have the campers kind of decorate them and then go to retrieve said cloths on a, uh, on a buoy out in the, you know, where they have to swim to and come back. So it's like oh, they're creating. Nice. Their own. Yeah, so they're going to do that. Um, Shane is also, uh, going to, I assume there's some sort of like lifeguard perch near yeah, the water. Fantastic. There is yeah. a lifeguard perch near the water and, um, Shane is, um, he has made some of his own flags for it, which again, are old white t-shirts that he has just like, you know, painted on with some of Addie's help. Um, yeah that are just different, you know, water creatures. He's got um, a, a fish wearing a top hat. He's got another one that is a, a goose uh, bending over and looking back at you between its legs. Um, he's just got all sorts of fun little flags on his lifeguard perch. Yeah. So a little information for the listeners as well as for you about some of the things that Shane will be responsible for day-to-day -day teaching the kids. Um, if a child cannot swim... 50 feet and back, they're marked as a non-swimmer. And their goal is to learn how to swim a total of 100 feet without touching the bottom. If a child can accomplish that but cannot swim 100 yards, they are a beginner swimmer. Um, they're able to go out a little bit beyond where their feet can touch. And their goal for the, the week is to learn how to swim past the 100-foot mark and make it up to 100 yards. And then the kids that can already hit that 100-yard mark they are your swimmers. They are learning the basics of lifeguarding. Um, you aren't certifying them in like CPR and that kind of stuff, but the, the general idea of how to be a safe swimmer, a strong swimmer. Um, and those are the kids that you guys are able to take out further in the lake and do more games and stuff, um, like playing water polo in the middle of the lake or making up like a Quidditch game or anything. Uh, but that's Shane's focus for the summers, teaching kids how to swim and helping the strong swimmers find new ways to push themselves in water. 
Wear your sunscreen. Wear your sunscreen. And water polo sounds like a nightmare to me as someone who can't swim. Oh, that's okay. That's okay, Joey. We're putting you with the non-swimmers. I don't, I don't think I qualify as non-swimmer. <laughs> My first day of water polo, I could not swim. That was a nightmare. <laughs> that's an interesting it. sport to jump into. Exactly. <laughs> I cried. Oh. <laughs> yeah, valid. So oh, no. I think that uh, Murphy yeah. is going to name all of the boats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the boats, kayaks, whatever. She's going to name them and, like, use the names, like, religiously. <laughs> Are you going to have the names painted on the sides? I, I think that'll be a project for her and Addie. <laughs> Everyone's just, like, that. recruiting Addie. <laughs> Just like, hey, yeah. come help me decorate this. It's hilarious because everybody's recruiting Addie, and Addie's area is still going to be the most extra. I swear, it's yeah. the most extra. Oh my god! So yeah. some of the activities that you have with your boats, um, you have like the basic teaching kids how to kayak, canoe, rowboat, um, stand up paddle boards. Um, now, here's a question for you: Have you pushed for Pappy? to get the wind boards set up so you can teach kids how to do the wind board activities. I have or no idea what that you... is. Um, so it's like a surfboard with a big sail on it. Yeah. Um, so the wind she... pushes you across the lake. Honestly, they probably would not have really pushed for anything extra um, yep. because they were like, I just need this job. Hey, that's valid. Now, how far out is Murphy planning on taking the kids out onto the lake? Are you going to stay in the little inlet that you guys have? Or are you planning on taking them to the full lake? Uh, well, you uh, you said that it was, like, super big, right? Like, cross counties yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's it's pretty decent size. Like, if you look across the lake to the far, from far furthest corners... Um, the forest on the other side is probably the size of your pinky nail if you fully extend your arm. So um, like you can see across it, but it's decent sized. Yeah, the, that would probably be very dependent on like how the kids um, act as she is teaching them. And like if they take That's it valid. seriously, if they're not, if they're kind of fucking around, she is not going to go very far. Um, and just kind of gauge it as it goes if they're yeah. becoming like being a little bit more mature about it they'll go out a little farther and that but um for going like entirely that would probably only be a like a like a hey guys we gotta go check something out <laughs> like that's the only time she's actually gonna like go across the lake hey that works and fortunately with all of your boating students um for the weeks they have all already passed their swimmers test which is a hundred yard swim so they are all strong swimmers so you don't have to worry about them panicking if they fall out of their boat because that some point you're probably going to flip their boat so they can learn to flip it back mm -hmm. but yeah probably wouldn't go out super far um it's just is very reserved in um what she's allowing because yeah, she course. doesn't want to be responsible for anything <laughs> valid um at the end of this week you guys will be meeting your other staff members but they will be coming at the beginning of the next mystery. Um, so, Joey or Addie, 
what kind of ideas do you guys have for your area? What little fun things do you want to include to make your areas feel more like you? Joey has added a jacket system. Uh, so it's kind of like the black belts in karate where you work your way up and you get the better one. So uh, essentially he has different like decorated jackets, which I could probably get Addie's help with that too. You know, <laughs> just to make incredible. just to make her life, you know, extra difficult here. Yeah. Everyone Here's needing her help. <laughs> That's wonderful. There's literally um, just gonna be a craft day at, at handicrafts. Yeah. We're going hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a black belt system and then like the best shooters, like the sharpshooters are gonna have like the ace jacket and you know, they got bragging rights. I'm I'm a fan. That's awesome. Um, so some of the things that your area is responsible for, um, you will be teaching basic riflery, um, black powder, archery, um, and Pappy went a little overboard and is actually introducing handguns. Um, all of your students that do the basic like archery and riflery and all that kind of stuff, they are all at least uh, 13 years old, but your um, handgun. Uh, classes have to be 17 or older so they're more mature with everything and they're taking it more seriously uh, but those are the basic kind of classes that joey will be responsible for teaching and it's a lot of like name the parts of the firearms how do you clean them and then let's get some bullseyes nice. i also want to push to have pappy buy us some archery tag stuff yeah so we can play that Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm here for that. And then that brings us to Addie, who I think has the hardest time on how to make their area more unique. Definitely. This is like the <laughs> hardest decision. First of all, we're going over how I'm helping everybody else. Joey and Shane, super easy. Got a bunch of stencils for them. Give them some stencils, yeah. give them some paint. Let them go crazy. Amelia, mm -hmm. I feel like all of us take a day to go down and each of us take a couple of boats. And like write the names on it so like Shane and Joey can come help and we make a little boat day. And then for my yes, area, I love it. <laughs> yes, for my area, what's happening is I brought along with me some paper chain and it's like it's like cardstock, but it's like water resistant paper chain. And I have a oh, nice. bunch of extra strips cut out so as campers come they can decorate their own paper chain and add along to it and so it's already hanging up but there's always a couple of loose ends down so as campers come one day of the week they can come decorate their own and add it along to the chain to add along to it and then by the end of camp will be one super big long chain um she's definitely decorating her golf cart and Addie is actually going to art school after camp is over so she's a pretty good artist so what she does is one of the things she specializes in, she specializes in a lot of creepy stuff, but this is camp, obviously, so she can't do that. So she, she but a lot of stuff that now she does this is the like, wrong camp for creepy. Right, We exactly. don't do creepy scary no, here. not here. It's, it's kids camp. 
So what she does is she does a lot of splatter art. So she just starts going ham and splattering her golf cart. So like she tapes some plastic around so it doesn't get on the inside at all. Tapes off a bunch of stuff. And then she just goes crazy and starts splattering her golf cart with this paint. And by the end of it, she kind of goes in with different paint colors. And it looks like a huge just rainbow colored tree at the front of her golf cart. And it's just covered with like splatters of like flowers coming up. And it's very cool looking by the end of it. And then as far as her tables go, she puts a mason jar full of paintbrushes, a mason jar full of markers, a mason jar full of colored pencils, and a mason jar full of regular pencils on each of the tables so that there's plenty of them. And she kind of moves the tables around so it's at an ideal place so she can walk through each of them. But kids can Mm -hmm. still be kind of close to each other, even though they're kind of spread out a little bit. And she just makes sure there's enough room. And then on the ground with chalk in her area, she uh, makes little stone pathways and she makes little like hopscotch areas so that if a kid's walking down an aisle, they'll see like, oh, I got a hopscotch here and they can start jumping around if they want to. And then she makes a little swirly path. She's like, follow the line. And it just goes around in circles and stuff. So if any kid gets like distracted or anything, they can kind of distract themselves by like going and playing hopscotch while the other kids are finishing up painting and stuff. And yeah. And then she hangs up a couple of different art pieces just around the area. And as kids make stuff, she'll like put up other people's artwork and she has a full, like she sets up probably like a rack for people to have stuff to dry on if it needs to dry that sort of thing. Yeah. So along with your traditionally expected like arts and crafts, like painting and drawing and sketching and um, even like, beads and that kind of stuff there are a mm-hmm. couple extra like craft projects that the camp does offer for kids if they sign up for it um mm-hmm. such as like basketry where they can learn mm-hmm. to weave and make their own baskets um the supplies for that is actually stored in the trading post so kids can just go buy their own basket kits um as well as like wood carving they get stencil making there's stuff like fingerprint making all mm-hmm. sorts of different like little um, more advanced craft kits that they can purchase from the trading post that you're expected to help them with. Oh, it's exactly. nothing crazy difficult, but it definitely brings an, an additional variety to your day-to-day as kids bring in their own personal kits. Like this mm-hmm. dream catcher is what I want to learn to make. Right. And I probably, I definitely with the tables, I'll set up, like I'll scooch the tables of like, okay, this is a class that I'm putting together I'll scooch those in kind of like a big section Mm -hmm. and then I leave an area in the back for like if you have your own project or if you didn't get to finish your project and you want to come and finish it on free time that sort of thing in the back so that kids can come up and just keep working on stuff or continue to work on stuff if they want to without having to be a part of the class area so um, the next director that we are going to ask about is Charlie Charlie's area is very distinct. If you have ever seen the cottage core aesthetic, he has crafted that with all locally grown plants. He has forged out and transplanted a lot of these native plants that he has found into small like ceramic pots and terracotta and has filled his area with it. Um, he's got a bunch of tiny little watering cans that he uses and has the kids um, help him water all of these different plants when they need it. And he has different sized terrariums uh, scattered throughout 
all of these plants where he has little lizards or spiders or small snakes that he has found out in this forest as well. Um, and then his back storage wall is a full display of beautiful, beautifully preserved insects. Large butterfly wings and praying mantises and different types of beetles that he has personally tended to, um, that he raised from an egg to the point where they died a natural death. That's adorable. Farah over in Scoutcraft has cleared out a rather large portion and has perfectly organized logs based off of the diameter. She's got tons of beautifully coiled ropes set at each station. Um, you can see that she has timers almost at every station, at every table. Um, and you can see she's taking the more competitive route in her teaching, where she will demonstrate a different lashing, a different way to build a structure using just logs and axe and some rope, and then is putting the kids against each other in teams to see who can do it first. But they lose points if it's done incorrectly. Amazing. Good morning, campers. This is actually going to be the start of our ad break. If this is something that you are not really interested in and you want to listen to the full story without any of our ads, I would definitely recommend hopping over to patreon.com's forward slash camp Our Patreon at all levels have access to our episodes ad free and you get them as soon as I finish editing them. That means you don't have to wait for every single Monday night for the new episode to be released. You get them as soon as we are done with them. So if this is something that you're interested in, please hop over to patreon.com forward slash Camp Kickany. We greatly appreciate all of the support that you guys have been giving us. And our goal is to give all of our camp staff members the best mics that we can get. That way the audio quality for your listening pleasure is only improved from where it currently is. So until next time, welcome to the ad break campers. I hope you brought some snacks. Hey, I'm Caleb, and I am the CEO of Tavern. Tavern is a social media platform for making friends and forming groups to play your favorite tabletop RPGs with. The whole app functions as a universal session zero to help you find players that match your playstyle. It's kind of like Tinder for finding people to play D&D with. The Kickstarter to fund our development phase is live right now. Go to tavern.org, that's T-A-V-R-N.org, to learn more about the app and check out the Kickstarter. We want to be the place that your adventure begins. And those are the five main areas that have been set up. Now, I have a question for everyone but Addie. At the end of Director's Week, we are all coming up with our camp nicknames. What are we calling Addie for this summer? Because I have, in my mind, the suggestion that Charlie would make. I definitely want to hear Charlie. Now, like, I have quite the good idea, but because you are all best of friends, I will let you go first before I offer my suggestion. <laughs> like uh, sunshine or sparkles. Ooh, sparkles is good. Sprinkles. I <laughs> sprinkles. <laughs> 
I just named it Death Knight that in World of Warcraft, so. <laughs> <laughs> I would also accept something like Flourish. Okay, okay, okay. I need to hear Charlie's idea. Oh, are you interested? Well, yeah, I'm interested. I want to keep things simple. Keep things to the root of who you are. I would nickname you Tie-Dye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. What's it going to be? Sparkles or Tie-Dye? Because it is up to you three to vote. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't get a choice. I don't. Mm. And I'm not voting. Because I'm NPCs. How about Sparks? <laughs> how about Sparks? <laughs> I, I would... I'm good with Sparks. I, I would place my vote for Sparkles. Well, Sparkles spark, short and sparkles. Sparks. It yeah. Is. yeah. So, Sparkles or Sparks for short? Yes. yes. You got a nickname for your nickname. <laughs> I love no, that that's so much. Nice. That's the best so way to do it. my nickname in camp was Sharkbait, and everyone just called me Sharky. Hoo-ha-ha. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where my nickname came from. Sparks the Monade. <laughs> yeah. Our... So that means our next character introductions. I will not be using your government names anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm Sparks. Please don't nickname me Molotov. <laughs> I was literally gonna say Joey's nickname is Glocklock. Yeah, but no, no, because next. that sounds like the euphemism. Yeah, we yeah. can't say anything gluck. Yeah, That's nope. Not work. No, everyone but Joey. What are we gonna name Joey? Um, what are the names of the three musketeers? <laughs> because uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> <laughs> because Sarah actually has a suggestion for Joey. What? Really quick, oh. the, the three musketeers, um, there are so many different three musketeers. Uh, D'Artagnan, Aramis, Athos, Milady de Winter. Okay, I think never these mind. are just characters in the... Never mind. Hold on, that's not right. <laughs> I was just I was going to say that because of the mystery mouse tool. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. This mouse gets <laughs> yeah. be Mickey. Oh god. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. What's I need to know Ferris though, because I just remember Joey going into the forest and completely failing at chopping wood. So I need to know what Fair is thinking. Oh, um, so that's I was the idea that I had. I know it's a little on the nose. Um, but I'm I'm sorry, Joey. I went with Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Can we nickname yes. him Travolta? Scarface. Oh. Can he be Travolta? That's so. Wait, hold on. What's it, would here? Would there be any negative connotations if a child asked, "What does Scarface mean?" I mean, it's a movie. Very true. Is it's it? a movie. But what if they went home and then they asked their parents if they could they could watch the movie Scarface because they heard it at camp. If- I mean, so they've already the left camp. Thing they learn at camp. I'm okay with that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is up to you three to name Joey. That is just Ferris' suggestion. That's so good, though. I 
I kind of love Mickey. Like, <laughs> as a euphemism for a mouse tool. <laughs> I, as long as, as long as Joey doesn't feel like like we're calling him a child or something. I also like Mickey. I I would say Travolta, but I'll go with Mickey too. If that's... <laughs> since Joey, since you, his introduction, are you okay with Mickey? Or we could call okay, him Mickey that because it's funny. But I just want to clarify. Uh, I did say Mousekatool out of character. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit meta. Okay, oh, hey, that's fine. Well, if it's out of character. If we've learned anything from you guys playing this game, y'all all are very <laughs> metagamey. So hey, it's okay. Hey, um, I, you know, Joey pulled out a certain tool. It kind of reminded me of a mouse tool, if I'm being honest. So what if we <laughs> called him Mickey? <laughs> a great it's idea. Canada. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just full of mouse tools. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pull out my Swiss Army knife. Uh-huh. Hey, I got one. Uh-huh. I got a fancy knife too. <laughs> we all got fancy knives. We all got knives. So... I have a golf club. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, that came out of nowhere. I just remember clicking the box on my mundane sheet, and I was like, "I don't have knives. I have clubs." Like. Like golf clubs or clubs? Like clubs. Like kneecap. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> so up next is Shane. What are we going to give Shane a nickname? Oh, gosh. I feel like Shane's nickname has to be sunscreen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it has to be Man. sunscreen. That's it. <laughs> Pappy has a suggestion. Oh, what's Pappy's suggestion? Oh no, I, I can't. I can't put my finger on it, but something, something makes me want to call him, you know, Apollo, because he's the sun and the sun burns and the sunscreen. But something, something makes me want to say Apollo. That's cool. <laughs> it can't be yeah, cool. If I, have to, if I have to stick with sparks all summer, what? <laughs> Actually, I like Spark. Spark's not bad. <laughs> um, Apollo's fun. I just, I love the idea of calling Shane sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sunscreen. Unscreen it is. Yeah. <laughs> Use sunscreen. <laughs> use sunscreen now. Is this a part of our briefing? Just, you have to use your nickname. <laughs> yeah, you have to use your nickname. <laughs> so, like, the campers will only know you by your nicknames. And up, finally, is Murphy. What do you three want to call Murphy? Mm. The boating director. <laughs> I thought you wanted I to mean, call him boating director. <laughs> initially, I, I, you know, I don't want to cause confusion, but I feel like mom is good. See, I Would there be a idea. problem with a bunch of kids calling her mom, though? Oh. Fair. Um, I have an idea. Y'all can shoot me down mm-hmm. if you want to. But um, I'm thinking Pepper is a great <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Amazing. So much better. We're pepper. going with Pepper. 
unless Sean, do we have an insert NPC here? We do. Sunflower has an idea. Do it. <gasps> oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think it would be situationally ironic to call someone as easygoing as Murphy whiteout because I don't need to worry about her. Hmm. That's good. That's good. He's clever. I think Pepper. I really a, like Pepper, it though. Sounds, it sounds like <laughs> a cute speaking, nickname. I love Pepper. Pepper is the only one that know what happened. I think it has to be Pepper. No, but yeah, exactly. It's just like she just likes Pepper a lot. Maybe it's like yeah. we come up with the story that, like, oh, yeah, first night at camp, she was putting Pepper on her stew. The lid fell off and a bunch fell into her stew. Yep. 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 There it is. That's solid. <laughs> Yep, it's um, pepper. It's pepper now. So we have Sparkles. We <laughs> oh have, my fucking uh, god. Mickey. <laughs> We've got Sunscreen. And Woo-hoo! Pepper. It's even better it. because I'm Pepper the Flake. Pepper Flakes. <laughs> oh I love it god. so much. Uh, That's good. That's amazing. Well, during director's week are there any conversations that you guys need to have with anyone before the rest of the staff arrive i just want to clarify we the mud mermaids are dead right that's not like up for negotiation anymore as far as you all are aware yes the one that got caught in the molotov cocktail you did not see any splashing in the water or any trimming of the ground um, that would indicate it leaving your area. It simply okay. is gone. Because I was and talking then, about it as if we still had to take care of it. The one that Addie sent away, you don't know. Yeah, that we one don't could know still where be it. there. It was just sent away. So maybe like during this director's week, we all keep our guards up for a while, waiting for it to come back, and it never does, so we just kind of drop it and wait for the next thing to happen is what I'm guessing it goes like. Um, but yeah, I think we're all kind of probably a little on edge and then kind of ease out as it goes, as the week goes by and nothing really happens that we get a little bit more comfortable and we're like, okay, this is just kind of like a weird thing, I guess. This right. is still really weird. Like we're still like jumpy, <laughs> but stay on guard nothing's but... coming back. Nothing's happening this first week. So we're just kind of well, like, okay. I- we're working. <laughs> I do want to have a conversation with Pappy. Yeah, of course. So I think uh, one of the days after Shane finishes, it's probably like before noon after he goes to the beach for the morning, um, just to make sure things are looking clean, they're progressing so that it's ready to go for the kids. Um, Shane drives back up to the um, main house that the directors are in or like that big that big lodge that we first met Pappy in. He goes up yeah, and he Yeah. So he's gonna go knock on the door. Um you just hear from the inside. Um open. Uh Shane kind of pushes it open and he goes Hey there, um have you seen have you seen Pappy recently? Um, let me check. And Sunflower flips through a bunch of pages and grabs a clipboard and, like, traces her finger along the edges. It appears that Happy should be arriving. He has the STEM Center 
as his checkpoint before lunch. I, I would just go check across the parade field. Um, he's still working on the STEM area. His goal is to have it open before next summer, which, you know, as they say, more paperwork for me. That is what they say. That's pretty ambitious. But, all right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sunflower. I appreciate it. Yeah. Enjoy. Um, Shane goes ahead and heads over to the STEM Center. You just hear uh, Pappy in the STEM Center with the doors wide open, just like muttering things to himself, like occasionally like hitting <laughs> the wall and stumbling for a second as he's got like large computers in his arms. And hey, uh, Pappy, do you need a hand with that? Well, I mean, I just, I'm just doing it. It's fine. I can, I can put this down. How can I help you? Hey, yeah, um, I was actually just, you know, I thought of something that my uh, mom kind of talked to me about before I got here, and I was uh-huh. wondering, you you kind of knew my mom and uncle pretty well, right, when they were here? Uh-huh. So um, my mom had a book, uh, a journal that she used to write in and things like that, and I was just wondering, was there, she said that she had left it here at the camp, um, lost it at one point, and I was just wondering if there was anywhere that you guys used to go, you guys used to hang out that I might be able to just, you know, explore a little, see if I can dig up that book. I know 40 years is a long time, but... So you're telling me that your, your sweet old mama lost her diary out here? Now nah, I would have <laughs> got my hands on something like that, read all her little secrets, and see all the little crushes she had for the summer. But I'm, outside of our areas, we, we didn't really explore much of the camp last summer we were we were all pretty busy as you could probably imagine with me and and your uncle working over at the nature area and your your mom being tied up down at the lake she she probably spent a lot of her time writing down at that lake watching the cute little boats and the birdies go by Mm-hmm. all right so there's no place comes to mind you guys going off on hikes or anything like that reconvening at certain meeting points or anything like that just kind of sticking to yourself he pauses for a second. Nope, nope, no. We just were in our areas all summer, <laughs> working, working real good, working real hard. That's the three of us. We were always hard at work, always helping them kids that summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, if you know, thanks for your help. But if you do remember anything, let me know. I know my mom was really anxious to get that book back. You see him pause and kind of look distant. Pappy, if there's something you know, you can... I mean, it, it's my mom. It's okay to tell me. I just think it's real cute that your mama had a, a diary out here that she's still worried about. Someone finding it and picking it up and reading all her secrets. Maybe she had a crush on little old me. Who knows? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. (laughs) Oh. Thanks, Pappy. Uh, Well, uh, if you've got this, then I guess I'll... uh... Oh, yeah, I can definitely take care of this. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's my... Sorry, my papers are all out of order. What's my thing? Trust your gut. Can I use that? Uh, Yeah, go ahead and explain trust your gut. All right, so Trust My Gut is a a special move that I have um, that allows me to kind of use my instincts to figure out, well, I don't know if that's going to actually do anything here. Uh, 
it, it's supposed to allow the keeper to um, tell me if this is connected to whatever has wronged you in the past. I don't think this is actually going to help in this case. No, oh, go ahead and is see it what I can do. To do? Yeah. yeah, it's so it's a role that I do. Um, it's it's one of it's my special move. So on a ten plus, the keeper instructs you where to go. You get plus one ongoing the way to that location. The keeper may instead tell you if this is connected to whatever has wronged you in the past, um, yeah. and just lower things make worse things happen. Yeah, this is one hundred percent that. Oh, okay. All right. Trust in my gut. Trying to dig a little deeper on Pappy. Okay. Um, <laughs> plus weird. Two. So what happens on a fail? Does it stay? Shit. It does. It does. Um, great place to end Camper's Week. Uh, my instincts lead me into danger. As you see Pappy staring out, it almost appears as though he is staring at a single location. Does anyone else have any conversations that you want to have before we <laughs> get to where Shane is heading? Um... I was just gonna end the the previous thing with Murphy really quickly, um, yeah. and just be like, uh, "Hey, weird stuff just happened. Don't tell the others." You know that sort of thing. Also, I was curious you... during that because I wasn't planning on telling Shane about what the memory that I saw. So is Shane going off of like something that his mom had already told him? Yes, yeah, this is Shane has had cool. Yeah, cool. Shane has talked to his mom about the book before. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually I... talked to you guys about the book before you even had the vision. Yeah. Oh, shit. Back in the STEM Center. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I just wanted to finish that up with Murphy be like, because she just caught me so as I was falling backwards does, for the second time yeah. today. <laughs> does Addie tell her what she saw? Um, Or this is just, uh, you fainted. <laughs> Uh, with glowing lights uh, shooting out of your eyes and mouth. Yeah. I guess that really depends on how hard Murphy would grill her. I think, like, she knows, Murphy knows that stuff is up, but she it's kind of like, at this point, she understands that you don't know what's going on either. And so she's uh -huh. not going to press Addie. Because that's just going to be stressful on all parts. <laughs> yeah, so she's, I think, she's just like, okay, weird shit's going to happen with you. <laughs> right. I already, I already opened up to her being like, I don't know, something weird might happen. And so mm -hmm. after it happened, I'd be like, whoa, I just think I, I saw a, a memory of, of this place. Well, that would make sense why it says memory. That is true. <laughs> she's just like trying so hard to be chill. And it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck is going um, on? Do do me a favor and don't don't tell the boys yet. I gotta figure out I gotta figure out some stuff before I wanna tell them. I don't wanna freak anybody out. Got little mini clicks in the group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the girls are hanging out okay. Yeah. <laughs> Girl time, okay? <laughs> I just I'll, I'll tell them eventually. Oh, yeah. I just I don't I, I don't really know what's going on, so I don't want to give him partial information. Yeah. I'm just a nosy bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta deal with that. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Uh, let's, let's head down and uh, 
yeah, let's let's head down to uh, the center and finish up for tonight. I think. Mm-hmm. So over the week, um, while they're like kind of like, oh, is that thing gonna come back? She's also like watching Addie. Like, are you gonna be weird again? <laughs> 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 are you narcoleptic what is going on Addie doesn't do any more weird shit unless oh my um, god JK. and I also oh go for it I was just saying JK unless <laughs> um, I also will point out before you go into what's happening with Shane I do have a mood move called hunches when something yep. bad is happening or just about to happen yeah, go ahead and roll hunches. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Let's What's it Um, It's plus sharp, which is a minus one, so I got a three. A three? <laughs> no, I got so a four. A, I got a four. <laughs> on a fail on hunches, you don't know what happens, correct? Or do you still know? It says on a miss, you get there just in time to be in trouble yourself. Oh, perfect. Hey Shane! <laughs> hey. <laughs> right. How you doing? And now I'm one away from getting another level. Yeah. Am um, I baby ducking? <laughs> I mean, so at this point, most likely not, because as um, sunscreen established, it was right as everyone was supposed to be heading to their area. So you're probably expecting sunscreen to show up at the lake anytime now. Well, but I need him to drive me. Or that's valid. Then he <laughs> might have dropped you off at the lake because he said he drove back up. Okay. Okay. So oh, you know, if it takes <laughs> him a little bit longer than a quick conversation, you know something will be wrong. Okay. Joey, do you have anything you would like to do for the rest of Director's Week before? I punch both sunscreen and sparks in the throat with a bad thing. <laughs> nothing, nothing that I would like to do, but I feel like during director's week, I would have had that awkward encounter with sunflower again. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. And she says the exact same things. Okay. I'm just going to say the exact same things too. Yeah. yeah just reassure her. Deja insert clip here. <laughs> yeah. Insert clip. Um, because she is fully panicking that you are going to make her summer hard. Nah, nah, don't worry about that. And she takes you at face value, once again. As this is the start of a new mystery, do you want me to roll, like, connect the dots? Ooh, yes. Because this cliffhanger will be the start of a new mystery. Oh, shit. Okay, let's see. Ooh, what is it plus? Ooh, woo. plus sharp. What is that? I got an eleven, so I get another three. Three questions. Hell oh, yeah! Perfect. Shane. Yes. Sunscreen. Yes. You watch Pappy's eyes pinpoint on a single location every time you ask about this journal before he leaves where you are before he comes back laughing about some diary he keeps staring over 
by the duck pond, the little pond by nature and handicrafts that has a small trail that goes behind it that drops down into a ridge. Every time you bring it up, he stares vacantly at that duck pond. Do you head that way? I absolutely head that way. I say, thanks for your help, Pappy. If you think of anything, let me know. I'll, uh, I'll be seeing you later. And I drive directly to where I saw him looking. Yeah, it's a quick little spritz across the parade field. And you see Charlie organizing things in his area. And you can see Addie over in her area setting up her paper chains, getting real excited for the, the campers to come in and add to her ongoing project. And as you walk around the the duck pond, I need you to read a bad situation. Alrighty. Plus sharp, which is a one. Okay. Uh, seven. Read seven. a bad situation. Okay. Hold one. Okay. Um, let's see. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable? What's the best way to protect the victim? Um, I'm looking for a diary. I'm not imagining any danger at this point. Uh, huh? So I go ahead and park my car at the top of the little... You said there was a ridge that went down and i'm looking for uh my best way in i'm looking how to get there as you look down you can see the trunk of a tree the tree itself looks like it has long since fallen but the trunk is large um like one of those kinds of trees that you could have easily carved out and hid inside of and underneath the the large wooden roots exposed from the soil. For just a second, for a brief second, you see something catch the light and reflect back to you. It's a soft, like, orangey-red reflection. Uh, I'm going to go check it out. That might be my book. As you carefully make your way down this ridge, maybe 20 feet or so, Addy, you see him dropping down, going off trail. And nothing crosses your mind at the moment. You just, for a split second, look over. He's crawling down in the forest. You've seen Charlie do weirder things and go back to your crafts. But the sunscreen, as you are down in this ridge, you can hear a voice. Uh, uh, It's a soft moan, as if they're in pain, adjusting. Uh, Shane, or not Shane, (laughs) sunscreen is going to... I'm going to slide down the rest of the way kind of hurriedly, a little haphazardly um, once I hear someone down there and... Is there, is there someone down there? Are you okay? As you say that, the little soft reflection of red turns 
and stares at you. Two bright, glowing red eyes peer from the darkness from underneath the tree as a limb protrudes out and wraps up as a clawed foot grabs a hold of the branch above it. Its body pulls out and you see a rather robust, hairy creature. No face, no distinct details aside from the two eyes as another leg pulls itself out and it begins to erect itself standing at eight, nine, twelve feet tall. This large mass of fur and muscle. Two long arms drop down, knuckles touching the ground as its knees bend, dropping its center torso rather round and the two eyes coming from the center of its body as a toothy grin stretches across its face. Ow. Will you help me? And that's where we're going to close our closing campfire. Uh, what? What is the fuck is that? What? That's not even fair. That's the intro. This, is, the, episode. <laughs> this is a giant, hairy Mike Wazowski. Good morning, campers. This is actually going to be the start of our ad break. If this is something that you are not really interested in and you want to listen to the full story without any of our ads, I would definitely recommend hopping over to patreon.com's forward slash camp Our Patreon at all levels have access to our episodes ad free and you get them as soon as I finish editing them. That means you don't have to wait for every single Monday night for the new episode to be released. You get them as soon as we are done with them. So if this is something that you're interested in, please hop over to patreon.com forward slash camp We greatly appreciate all of the support that you guys have been giving us and our goal is to give all of our camp staff members the best mics that we can get that way the audio quality for your listening pleasure is only improved from where it currently is so until next time welcome to the ad break campers i hope you brought some snacks oh hello traveler and welcome to the copper spoon inn and tavern my name's Cop Copperspoon, and I run the place. Do you like good food, amazing people, and great stories? Then you should probably come and check us out. You can find us over on Patreon at the Copperspoon, or on TikTok at the Copperspoon underscore. We're a family over here, a community of people who just love good food and warm vibes. So check us out. We're always looking for new friends and we can't wait to see you there. <laughs>